0: Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Jen Plagamars, a registered dietitian who fulfilled a dream to go back to culinary school and become a chef. Do you ever scroll through social media to find a recipe or something that you're hungry for, but you're not quite sure what that is? And then you come across photos that start to make you extremely hungry, and you must know what the recipe is. Insert Chef Jen. Jen and I worked for the same company for a few years, but we really didn't know each other until I saw a photo of these gorgeous fried plantain chips with a chipotle pineapple guacamole dip. And I wanted, wait, no, I needed to be her friend. She is a dietitian and is now following a dream of being a chef and has created a pretty delicious life that I'm excited to share with you. Please enjoy my conversation with Jen. Sit and look at your, the photos that you put on Instagram, I, it makes me hungry so much all the time. <laughs> and I want to be at every party that you're catering because...
1: No, Amazing. i'm so happy you get to follow it now because <laughs> i was just like i know she's gonna love all this vegetable and fruit pictures like yeah, oh my gosh is.
0: so much so much you and you take beautiful photos do you just use your iphone for your photos I, or do you do- so
1: sometimes but uh a couple of years ago i bought a camera and i think that does make a big difference um I still have a lot to learn. Like, right now, people say that all the time. They're just like, Jen, what do you do? Like, do you have someone take this for you? And I'm like, honestly, I just, like, go up to the window <laughs> and put my plate there. <laughs> and But I do, I mean, I do some editing. So, because, um, yeah, actually, in winter, it was perfect because that snow just made everything so bright. Oh, so that's really that's when you get fun. good pictures. Right now in the summer when it's sunny, it's kind of difficult, but yeah
0: huh. no it's fun. It's just
1: my hobby. I love it,
0: well, you're doing fantastic at your hobby. I think it's great oh, <laughs> yeah, and those like upload directly
1: to my website, so I kind of feel like that's just another part of my business too so well well so let's well, why don't we let's go back back um we'll get into your business
0: and kind of all the things that you're doing creatively with your food, but let's go back to. Um, just kind of when you started getting interested in food and how you kind of got to dietetics.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about it earlier today cause I'm like, there's a lot of ways I could explain it, but, um, so I grew up cooking with my grandma on my dad's side. She, um, both sides of my family are German. So we did a lot of like interesting meals, but my, um, yeah, my grandma always cooked with me and then. My grandpa on my mom's side had a huge garden. And so now that I work as a chef, I'm like super mad that I didn't take more notes because he was just, I mean, thinking back on it, he was amazing. Like this garden was huge. He, everything was fresh. Like any meal we ever had there. Well, most of the time. We did eat ice cream a lot too when my parents weren't <laughs> <Right>. there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he would just can everything, freeze everything. So really, I mean, he was just an inspiration to me because I feel like he was just very active and always out there doing stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I remember too always going to the library with my mom and just sitting on the floor reading cookbooks. <laughs> <laughs> really? and I probably didn't mean anything at the time I think I just liked looking at the food pictures and stuff but I don't know then like in middle school Food Network started so I'm I would sure. like I was like in love with Tyler Florence and <laughs> <laughs> and like Emerald. I just remember all those old shows and it's funny thinking back on it now because I mean they're still on TV and I don't really watch Food Network as much as I used to because now it's all like cooking competitions, and it makes me nervous.
0: But oh, does it? Like it's being yeah. <laughs> Like I
1: can't, I can't watch this. But um, yeah. So then, my parents really wanted me to get like a four-year degree, and so I was like, well, I really like nutrition too. Um, my senior year, my grandma, the one who taught me how to cook, she like just had a lot of health problems and so she'd always be like jenny write me a meal plan and of course i didn't really know what i was doing but like she would hang it on her fridge and yeah so it was like adorable yeah so she really did listen to what i was doing um and then yeah so i went there for nutrition and then i did my internship at henry ford hospital in detroit and so I, I mean, it was good. I, that's kind of how I knew I didn't want to work in a hospital. I always really liked community nutrition. And so some of that stuff I had to do was really hard. Um, but I love the food portion, which a lot of dietitians don't. I'm like, yes. yeah, I'm like, this is fun. Like, I love coming up with menus. Um, and so, yeah, after that, I moved to Chicago and worked for WIC, which is what a lot of people do right out of school. But I, I mean... I did enjoy it just because, um, it was a different group of people. I worked in like a Polish community. (laughs) So a lot of different diets. Um,
0: what was like a different diet in a Polish community that you kind of had to deal Um, with? Well,
1: I mean, it wasn't necessarily too different, but like just that area of Chicago was really cool because one of my coworkers, Monica, she was Polish. And so she would show me like, there was like a pierogi store that you can go to and so she would always make those for us and I was like these are the most delicious thing ever Um. But yeah and so um yeah just a lot of language barriers too so that was it was probably good practice I mean I don't really have to deal with that as much now but um yeah so then after that I took two years off I like to tell people it was kind of like my quarter life crisis when I turned 25, which is so stupid, but it's true because <laughs> I was like, That's I don't know okay. what to do with my life. Yeah. And so I went to culinary school, um, for two years, just full time. So um, You kind of you had that moment
0: where you're like, I don't know if this dietitian gig thing is really what I love. Yeah, Well,
1: and I, I don't know. I think I knew I, I liked it, but I was just like, I don't know if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I was like, I'm always going to keep my RD because I worked so hard to get that. <laughs> sure. So oh, yeah. I like being a part of that community still. Um, but yeah, so then after school, I, um, I got an email saying that they were looking for a head chef of this um, place called Me's Meals, which still exists. I'm actually kind of surprised because it was similar... To like a Blue Apron or, um, sure. yeah, one of those meal prep things, which are huge now. And so this was kind of at the beginning of when that was just starting to happen. And so it was all vegetarian and vegan. So I did all the recipe development. So that in itself was like a huge task for one person. Oh
0: my God. But then oh, I was like... Good-
1: like every recipe you created,
0: every recipe at that right. Point. I created every recipe,
1: and then oh on the weekend, it was like every weekend was like when we were busiest. So I was just like Jen, why did you take this job in the beginning? Because I like <laughs> literally saw no one, but it was really good experience because I, I mean, that kind of got me going on the whole recipe development thing. And so, um, yeah, but on top of that, I was also the operations person. So like, I was in charge of making sure. Like, these high school students <laughs> where my staff would get, like, all of these things prepped. So, yeah, it was just a lot. Um, so, how many
0: hours were you working a week? Oh, it was crazy.
1: Sometimes I would be there from, like, 7 a.m. until, like, midnight. And, like... I wasn't married yet. Josh and I were just dating, but I remember he would come help me sometimes and he's just like, Jen, you can't do this anymore. I'm like, I know. So I'm guessing they mm-hmm. figured it out. I still talk to one of the people who um, who owns it. And so she's just like, Jen, I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I mean, it was just, I'm glad I stopped that when I did because yeah, after that, um, I moved to work at hy
0: been used. yeah. So, did you go to culinary school in Chicago? Yes, then? Yep. Yeah. so I
1: went to Kendall, which is um, it's kind of smaller. I think there were only probably 1200 students total, so they do like culinary and they also do hospitality. And so, um, yeah, it was just a really good school. Like, my first like, my culinary instructor my first year was just like this. Really cute, like eighty-year-old chef. Oh, <laughs> who wow! Everyone all the time, and I was like, I totally get that now because I would just get so frustrated if I knew exactly what I was doing and like the kids didn't understand it or listen. Sure. But, yeah, he made me cry a few times. <laughs> and well, then, you see that? Like yeah. I've seen that
0: if people go into culinary school. I don't know if it's been in movies or what it is, but yeah, like the chef that's teaching you is. What what are you doing? doing?
1: (laughs) Right. They just have no patience, which I totally get now. But um, yeah, but then, like, my second year, once I was almost done, then I got the opportunity to do some really cool stuff. Like, I got to cook for Martha Stewart. Oh, my God. They just randomly, one day, I was in class and they're like, Jen, do you want to do this? Because I um, I did a lot of stuff on the side, too. Like, one of the head instructors um, had a cooking show. And so I was like, yeah, this is so cool. Like, so I would volunteer to help him prep that TV show, um like, once a month. And so huh. that's kind of how I found out about it. So she was coming on to one of, like, the Chicago morning shows. And they are like, Jen, do you want to prep this for her? So then I kind of got to see how much work like the chefs actually have to do for morning tv which is like nothing
0: (laughs) (laughs) they just show up basically and you show up and then
1: they're like oh yeah this is the recipe so yes there's a lot of people working in the background
0: i've always wondered that because you know like like you're talking about the food network and everything always looks so perfectly cut and it looks it's perfectly plated right it's all sitting there waiting for them and i'm like there has to be people behind the scenes that are putting that all together and oh, then they yeah. just
1: and them. not necessarily like a bad job, especially if you like food prep, but mm-hmm. um yeah, so that was interesting. And then so maybe talk to me about
0: just before sorry to interrupt you, but okay. maybe talk to me about, you know, being a. you went to school for being a dietitian and then you went to culinary school. So what about the differences in those experiences? Because I bet that there's a lot of dietitians that do love food and that have thought about going to culinary school but they're scared or they're not sure. So
1: I mean, yeah, first of all, I would say it's very expensive. Like my, (laughs) my culinary school, I think was 65,000. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that makes sense (laughs) because I mean, they're paying for all the ingredients. Like it is a very costly thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like dietetics, I think um, looking back on it, it was a lot of chemistry and a lot of like classes that probably didn't really interest me that much um Mm. but yeah I would say if you're interested in food and you have the willingness to put the time in I think that's the really big thing is that taking two years off and living in Chicago and not having a paycheck took a while to pay back but
0: Yeah, but you don't have any regrets for doing it. You're, oh, absolutely you're
1: so happy. Like, yeah. As long as you do something with it, because there were a lot of people in my class when I went to the culinary school that like, now I see aren't doing anything with it. And I'm just like, that was just so much time and money and sacrifice. Like, and if that's your passion, like you should definitely do something with it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So you got you. So it sounds like you. So what other experiences you were kind of leading into that after you cooked for Martha? Did you get to meet Martha? Did you actually get to yeah. talk to her? And, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that was super fun. There's still people that, um, you know, I would like to meet, but I'm scared to because I feel like maybe they wouldn't be nice, and then that would ruin no. it. <laughs> Who would you like to meet? Um, like I really like. Well, actually, so. I don't know. People have so many mixed feelings about Rachel, Ray. Right? Like, I know she's not a chef, but I'm like, I really like her recipes. And I think, like, I just grew up loving, like, watching 30-minute meals. I always thought that mm-hmm. was so good. And then um Ina Garden. Yeah. Her too. Yeah, I just feel like both of their recipes really relate to, like, my style of cooking. So, okay. i did meet jada when i lived in iowa randomly like yeah like it was super random i just i got this email being like there's gonna be a women who like women's luncheon at kirkwood community college and jada del rentis is gonna be there like picking questions i was like um yes me going. Up. Yeah, so <laughs> did get to meet her and take pictures and ask questions. So that was amazing. Just super random. I did it on my lunch break. I think on like a Wednesday. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> definitely worth it. That was so that's amazing. I'm like, yep, nothing like that has happened to me living in Holland, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you transitioned
0: from Chicago and from your insanely overworked job to retail, how was that transition? Because did you kind of go back to the dietitian more aspect or were you more of the chef?
1: You know, I feel like I was definitely more chef, so I'm glad I had that background. Like, I immediately was super happy that I was in Marion just because that too was such a close-knit community like immediately the guy from Marion times who was just like this cute little grandpa was like we're gonna interview you and put you in the paper and I'm like okay so of course my mom has that article still somewhere but yeah like it was it was definitely a transition like seeing my face everywhere because I know like at hy that's just something. Do you guys still do that?
0: Yeah. So they really want to know. They want to put you out as the person, as their dietitian in their community. So they take lots of photos of you and they put it everywhere. And yeah, okay. very different.
1: Yeah. I just remember like probably my second week. They had that poster size thing of my face in the front entrance and I was just like, Oh my gosh, where am I? I don't <laughs> And it <laughs> but, says, Meet yeah. your dietitian on it. It's the dietitian. Slash, it. yeah. 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 <laughs> so then they did end up making like a chef one too. So then there was like two of me. And so my friends would make fun of me so bad. They're just like, Jen, you're just so full of yourself. I'm like
0: no. You're a celebrity. You're a celebrity <laughs> in myriad. <Marianne. laughs>
1: yeah. So no, it was fun. I mean, um Marion was becoming a blue zone so that became a big part of my job too um was just going to all the local restaurants and all that and so that was a big chunk of time but that was kind of meeting cool Dan Butner too because he came to Marion oh, that's awesome so you, yeah you to be,
0: so what did you do for the restaurants did you help them like make their menus healthier to meet to meet the blue zone you know, I was gonna say I
1: that was like more their task than mine but um Mine was really working with our store Um, and just like going through the restaurant portion of it, going through the aisles and like marking things as Blue Zone Foods. And we had Blue Zone cooking classes. So those were actually super fun because I think they were free. And so we always had like 25 people up there cooking fresh stuff in our break room. Yeah, it was kind of a mess. But I mean, (laughs) we got so many people to come still. And so I think that was one thing when I left that people were kind of upset about because they're just like, we had so much fun doing that.
0: And you you conducted those classes,
1: correct? So I conducted those. And then we also did kids' classes up there, like summer kids' classes. Um, So those kind of got crazy, but...
0: Did you do any gardening as part of We your didn't thing? just
1: because um first of all I'm not really like a huge gardener, which probably shocks a lot of people, but we have a really good farmers market here, so <laughs> you don't need to. You oh have God, those no farmers to, the to do it.
0: <laughs> Yeah. I'm like I can grow basil
1: and peppers and tomatoes. That's about it. Hey. That's all you need. <laughs> but, I mean, it's perfect for summer for me. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, but I know like a lot of the other dietitians in my area were super good at it. And so, like, I would just always drag people there because they had like huge gardens across the street from the store and stuff. So,
0: mm-hmm. I kind of wondered if that, because that's when that was all kind of community gardens were taking off and a lot of, do a lot guys of Do you still do that? We never did it because we were always in a more, Metro area, we just yeah, didn't have this-
1: I know. Yeah, I just felt so. like there was no good place around our store to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, the dietitian before me did, so people were probably thrown off by that a little bit, but I mean, it still was fine. We found other ways to promote healthy stuff in the summer.
0: Well, sure. And if you're doing your classes and, and doing some more cooking things, which you probably enjoyed more, just, you know, using I your I did. Yeah, it was probably
1: season. weird sometimes because um, with the chef background, too, they sometimes would have me um, do random stuff like beer dinners. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, sure. right, we can't like tag me as a dietitian for this because, yeah, it, it just <laughs> won't work. But, I mean, it obviously was super fun for me. That was another fun thing about Iowa. You guys had some really cool, like, breweries and wineries. Um, so, yeah, we would yeah, tag team yeah, with them. With. And, yeah, yeah, just random stuff. Like, I love that it was different all the time.
0: Well, you, did you, did, I mean, like, not saying that you didn't like the dietitian aspect, but it kind of sounds like you really liked <laughs> the variety of the, the chef aspect I a did, lot.
1: I know. Yeah, I mean, so with the dietitian portion, um... I did really enjoy the grocery store tours because I think that's something that is missing around this area is that, you know, if someone has a certain food allergy or anything like that, you can take them right to the label. And yeah, I think, I mean, we might have a couple of dietitians around here that do that, but I felt like that was really nice because I know they were always about like, oh, make sure they buy some groceries too. And I mean, normally they did because they were like, okay, I'll try that. Um, You're but yeah, that, I didn't do that much nutrition counseling per se. I think well, like, a lot of people just was- wanted to come in and, um, yeah, just, I would make a grocery list for them and then we would go shopping.
0: Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> that sounds that's what it was. was I mean, especially since it was like different people all the time and then you would see them again while they were shopping. So it worked out.
0: Well, well and I bet. For you, just getting a different way to be a chef was probably a good experience than, you know, just meal prepping and doing that for a company. And then, yeah, practicing. I just felt so. like it wasn't
1: really making me happy working behind the scenes. Like, I really just like working with people. So I think Kylie was the perfect opportunity for that. Even if it wasn't Marion, I'm like, you know what? Everyone, I don't know. We just really connected with everyone there. It just took a little while, but
0: were you married? Did did you get married in between those (laughs) two?
1: That's (laughs) knew Josh really liked me because no, we were not married um, (laughs) when we moved to Iowa. So, um, no, we were, we were engaged, but, um, yeah, so we got married. Let's see. 2013, so yeah, the year after Josh and I moved there, we got married, and so that was kind of a a, a process, too, because we were planning our wedding from Iowa, and we got married in East Lansing. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, that was a chore. (laughs) It was! I mean, it was kind of nice, I guess, for me, maybe not for Josh, because he was working from home. Like, when when we lived in Chicago, he was working for Groupon, so... He was kind of able to do everything from home, but he hates that. Like he needs to work in an office. He likes being around people. So then, um, then he changed and worked for GoDaddy, which is from Cedar Rapids, randomly. And so, no. yeah, you probably knew that. So, um, yeah, but that is how we bought chefgen.com, dot com, which I never thought I would do anything with, but it, was it just obviously all works out. So. <laughs> yeah so did you did you buy that then was it while you're in marion josh, josh you know? was working at GoDaddy. he's just like jen i noticed that this is available do you want me to buy it and i'm like yeah sure why not <laughs> so it sat there for a little it while sat there for a while yeah i mean yeah so um yeah so then we moved back to holland um uh, let's see, when was it? January of 2015. And so that was kind of one. That's where you're from. That's where your that's family was. Josh is. is from, yeah. Josh is from, okay. Yeah. So you're back in Michigan. We're back and- in Michigan. And then it took us a few months to really figure out what we both wanted to do because, um, yeah, Josh's mom had passed away. And so we were just like, okay, like we got to move back because we don't really know we don't want to be doing this from Iowa. And so, um, yeah, so he found a really good job, but he was driving to Grand Rapids every day. So that was like an hour each way. <laughs> so now he wow. works in Holland, so, which is so really good, nice eh? too, in case I have really long days.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Because you, you know lot coaches so they need to be let out at some point. <laughs> <You do. laughs> but yeah. yeah, so we got holy when we were in Iowa still. So we had a puppy before we got married too, and then yeah, we still have him. He's almost six now, though. Aww, he's like a he's like a middle. He's is he gonna have his quarter life crisis? He really is. I feel like he (laughs) he already is like that for sure. (laughs) And then Wally's just like running in circles, so he keeps him young. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So you're back in Michigan, and you decided, okay, I'm gonna start doing something with the ChefGen.com. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do? So how did that all start for you, and tell me how it's going now, and what do you see?
1: Yeah, I mean, Where it started really slow. I just had, I actually worked as a dietitian too for a little bit, um, for another like community nutrition thing here in Holland. But um, yeah, I started with like one client, and then just kind of built it from there. So it did take about a year just to like get a clientele because a lot of the people that I cook for now are repeat customers, which is totally fine because I know their kitchens and I know that I can count on them for stuff. Um, but yeah. So you specifically- no,
0: Go Go into people's homes and do like their meal prep for them for the week. Yeah, So I only do
1: meal prep for like one person. Now I used to do that for five different families, but it was just too much because everyone has different tastes and different preferences. And so my one now, um, uh, she's great. And like, she just like sends me what she wants, which is super helpful because normally what I would do is just send people their menu for the week. But then like, if they didn't want that, then I'd have to change it. And so it was just, yeah, I didn't have time for anything else. So now I do do that, but I also do, um, I pretty much focus more of my efforts on the cooking classes and dinner parties and, um, yeah, just like special events and vacation dinners and in, in West Michigan, we have a lot of vacation rentals. And so um, that's kind of nice just to go in there and cook for a family. If they're on vacation, then they don't have to go out to eat because that can be really hard with kids. So,
0: Oh, my gosh. I never would have thought of that as like an option. Yeah, I know.
1: I mean, you don't really think about that when you don't live in like a vacation town, <laughs> But, no, I mean, it is fun just because everyone's normally in a good mood.
0: Sure, they're on vacation. They're
1: on vacation, (laughs) and they're relaxed, and they're just like, this is the best thing ever because I don't have to change. I can just, like, open a bottle of wine and wait for Jen to serve me. So, yeah, I wish I had that more often, but I think just a lot of people still don't think of that as an option, you know? So,
0: you need to put little door, t- like little door tags on all the. Homes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know something. It's just, for all those people.
1: I know, yeah. So I mean, it's super fun. Um, it can, I mean, it is a lot of weekends, a ton of weekends. So this year, I've tried to be better about making sure I have at least three weekends in the summer where I'm doing stuff with Josh. <laughs> With your husband. Like, 4th yeah. of July, we're going up north, so, like, we're going to Frankfurt. If you ever and you ever have time to go up there by Traverse City, I mean, you said you went to Mackinac, right? So, Yeah,
0: and we stayed, and we did go to Traverse City and stayed there for a couple of days, so we probably were in the vicinity of it, we just didn't
1: Yeah, so it's super nice. It's just well, so cold that's- there all the time, so really, it's the only time of yeah. year you want to be up there. That's true. Mm-hmm.
0: So when you, so basically when you kind of started your business, you were like, I'm going to have the chef business and you kind of started off doing more of the. So do you do some meal planning? You just kind of send off meal plans to people and then you focus more on. I used to. So yeah, I mean, if anyone was interested in that,
1: normally, like I said, I don't really do that as much anymore just because it really is much simpler to do that for only one or two people, especially if it's weekly. Then like you, if you do it for more than that, then you kind of lose touch with your own meal prepping. And that's what I, I kind of made that a priority now is just like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm also eating as healthy as the people I cook for. (laughs) I bet you that. Affect your
0: life though when you started doing it for so much more other, for so many other people. Right. It
1: did because then I was just like, okay, now I have to go to the grocery store when I get home and I don't have time to actually cook for myself. So that's kind of why I slowed that down a little bit because, yeah, it was just like I would rather focus on the bigger events, um, and also stuff in the community, like the thing I did this morning, the farmer's market tour. Like I, yeah, love so talk to me about multiple. that. And I'm also teaching, um, Cooking classes with, um, the health department at like, um, one of our big local businesses, they have a CSA share that comes to their, um, business. So I'm just teaching cooking classes there once a month, um, using whatever's in season. So, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so how, did, it, how do you get these gigs? Do people seek you out, <laughs> you know, based on your, I know. your website? I, honestly, I feel like it's all word of mouth. Like, you just word get there. And I mean, I'm sure it's the same way for you. Like, now that you've worked there 10 years, like, people just know that you're there. They know where to find you. Mm-hmm. And social media and that's is really cool too. I mean, just posting things all the time of what you're doing, then people are like, oh, that's really cool. I never thought about that. Like... I taught classes at, um, an elementary school, um, because they have a garden program. So yes, I guess I did something with gardens. Um, and they, I wasn't growing it though. <laughs> it was already there. So we just did a couple classes, um, with kids who, it was like their reward for good behavior, and so, oh nice. so Deaf coming. And we just did a few easy <laughs> stuff. I mean, not a lot of this stuff is paid. So that's another thing to keep in mind too. It's just I find it really fun and it fulfills my happiness. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, just keep that's, doing it.
0: And I think that's a, you know, as you know, you're an entrepreneur and I think that's always the big question. It's like, how am I going to make money at things? But how am I also going to do things that bring joy? And
1: obviously, it's a constant struggle. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because I go to a lot of networking meetings and stuff like that too, with our chamber. Like um, we have the West coast chamber of commerce. And so that's a lot of local businesses. And I mean, I think part of that has been great for networking just to like get your name out there. But not a lot of those people are going to hire you. Um, a lot of times they're like, can you donate something for like our auction? I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's happened so many times. And I do it because I'm like, all right, that's an opportunity to advertise. But um, yeah,
0: that's true.
1: Yeah, I think you just take the paid with the unpaid and hope it works out.
0: <laughs> well, and so like, what's the size of your community? How big is Colin? Um
1: mm. I don't know the exact number. I would say at least a hundred thousand. I mean, it's not like small small compared to here. Let's look it up. Um, yeah, because I think, I mean, compared to my surrounding cities like Sagatuck, those are super super small. So.
0: So you live in a pretty... But in that size of community, you could easily get lost, too. So it's important to make sure that you are giving yourself... Oh, yeah, because I
1: think um, in Grand Rapids, there are a lot of personal chefs. Okay, I'm totally wrong. Holland has 33,000 people. (laughs) Totally off. Yeah, so... um, And that was in 2016, though. So I feel like a lot of people are moving here. It's definitely growing. Um, Okay. But yeah, so... I guess that that makes more sense just because I feel like it is small enough where people do get to know each other, which is nice.
0: Well, and uh, so, like, do you... Thinking of knowing each other, is it, like, you said, like, Grand Rapids has has quite a few private chefs, Mm -hmm. and there isn't as many in Holland. Do you know some of those? Like, do you network with other chefs? I do. Um, Not
1: so many in Grand Rapids, because that is far enough away where I think they have their own thing going. Um, But, yeah, the ones... Um, on the lakeshore here I do know a number of them and we help each other like if I can't do something since I'm just one person a lot of times I do have to say no to people so I will send them referrals to them and you know hopefully they do the same I'm sure they do so Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah so you just kind of help each other out because summer I think for all of us is our busy time (laughs) winter we're all just kind of like all right. I need to find something else to do. What are we going to do? Yeah. So, I
0: don't know. So, how do you create your recipes, your delicious, amazing recipes? (laughs) You post on your website and you make for all these fabulous dinner parties, which you just had, you just had a whole bunch this weekend, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had two on Saturday. Um, Oh my God. One was a pool party. And so that was during the day. And then, yeah, the other one was a dinner party. Um, But yeah, what's nice about that too is that, um, the longer you do it, the more you're like, okay, that worked out well. I'll use that recipe again. Um, but yeah, I just think I mainly go with what's in season because then it's cheaper and it's also going to taste so much better. So, um, But yeah, for my recipe development, I think it's just a lot of like, okay, I saw this ingredient and I really want to do something with it or... I don't know I watched something on travel channel or something like (laughs) I am obsessed with um, Anthony Bourdain show like I was pretty upset about all that because yeah I just love like watching different parts of the world and like see what they eat and I'm like oh my gosh that's such a good idea
0: that you want to try it yeah do you do you use a certain because I know I'm sure you have to like write all these recipes down and like have a filing system <laughs> and organization system of some type. Do you use like is there a computer program that helps you
1: keep this all organized, a or how do you do that? Paper, yeah, you know, I do paper. better writing things down than I do typing it out. So no, I have like probably twelve notebooks full of recipes because I've been doing it for so long. Like I started that Perfect. blog when I worked at the grocery store. Oh, okay. And that was just kind of like a fun thing on the side. And I don't know, with my schedule, it was nice because I think I was able to update it like three or four times a week. i just like get stuff when I was at work and bring it home. And (laughs) I mean, it was nice working there too, because I got so much inspiration about like, they too wanted us to teach the clients about new foods. If you guys got something in the produce section, they're like, Jen, come try this. So I just remember too, like... I don't know if it was Melissa's produce sent you guys some interesting stuff, but you guys had the oh, yeah. cane grapes that were just amazing. And yeah. I can't find yeah. stuff like that here. <laughs> Darn it! I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> um,
0: you've got you're 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 just kind of like a just down to earth like have your notebooks just create things that are in season yeah, sometimes that I don't do stuff that I write
1: because I'm like no that probably isn't going to work or I make it and I'm like no I'm not going to post that because it's not good enough but I think that's how recipe testing goes like I actually would still love to work as like a recipe tester I think that would just be the coolest job but like, like I said I, I live in Holland so it's okay we're making it work
0: you're making well. You're. It sounds like when you do you, when you meet with the people. I'm assuming you meet with them. You go over the menu. You talk to them prior oh, to the party. It's crazy. I mean, we do email, but like
1: I would say, 75 okay. percent of the time, I don't meet them before I go there. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. So that's has to be to be. people are just so like, "How did you just like go into this kitchen and know where everything is?" I'm like, "Well." I've actually started to bring my own equipment and platters and everything because then I'm just, that saves me an hour from trying to find things. Oh, I bet. Yeah, so I I can just walk in there, turn on the oven and get going. You probably have quite the um,
0: packing system. and <laughs> do
1: You have a huge car. I just switched my car because, yes, it, I mean, and I still feel like I need a bigger car. I don't know. Josh has oh my a God. Land Cruiser, so that actually might be my work car, and I'll just make him drive mine. But There you go. Yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're bringing all the food and all the utensils and yeah, platters...
1: I was and- going to say, it depends on the do. party. Like, if it's just fits like five to ten people which is or like even 15 like I can fit it in my car but I actually just bought chafing dishes this year because I just personally was just like I can't serve a party of 20 or 30 and not put it in a chafing dish because people you know they take their time and then things are sitting out and I'm just sweating because I'm just like okay this is getting cold Food safety, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, it kind of helps a little bit.
0: Absolutely, especially if well, like, like, a a exciting. Yeah. like a brunch Yeah, then you like a brunch. Wow. Well, I mean, I just can't imagine the time, like how time-consuming just from start to finish a party is and right. clean up. So yeah, that goes back to the
1: service fee. Like people, most of the time they get it, and it's not a big deal. But sometimes you have to explain to people. Like there is so much work that goes into it before it's actually all laid out. But that is my favorite part of my job is when I see everything laid out and I'm just like, all right, we did it.
0: (laughs) This is good. We did it. This happened. Yes. It looks good. So. That's amazing. So if you, if there was a dietitian or if there was a chef that came to you and was like, uh, chef Jen, I think I want to start my own Business, what would be some of your first kind of simple advices to get them started?
1: Yeah, um, no, it's definitely, it was definitely a process for sure, more than I even imagined it would be. Um, Now it's good because everything's set, but yeah, I again just wrote everything down that I could possibly think of that I would need to do. So, um, like, you have to have, you have to do like a legal Zoom. Create your LLC if you want it to, you know, you have to have a way to have your accounting and write your checks and all that. Um, that's probably the first thing I would do. And the website. I'd say i probably put 6000 or $7,000 into the website. Because okay. you have to have someone design it. I mean, unless you're really good at that stuff. But I was just like, there was someone that Josh worked with that his girlfriend was a graphic designer or website person and so she did such a good job and I'm like that's worth every penny because that's your storefront like that's your business so that's true
0: and that's I think that's a good thing to mention that you know, I've talked with other people too. It's like there's just some things we're not good at as dietitians oh. and chefs. I mean, we like to think that we are, but we're not. Yeah. So let the right. let the pros do it. Oh
1: my gosh. And yeah. And then once you have that, it's not just the website, like you have to Have a search engine optimization. Again, something you probably have to pay someone for because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) So hopefully they're married to like uh, an IT person. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Josh was just like, I don't know how to do this either. So let's make sure we call in the professionals. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is you want to make sure that people can find you. Um, And a lot of that, like I said, means going to these events where you're handing out your cards constantly, you know? Just be like, oh, I never knew that was a thing, or, you know, people are always surprised to hear that. Um, but yeah, and then... I liked how you said that
0: like your website is your storefront because it really is because you don't have your kitchen at your home is your place where you work so you don't really have a storefront so that your website has to be able to get people in the Yeah, I have to be
1: able and they have to like know about your background. They're like, oh, this person's going to be com- coming to my house to cook so I want to make sure like, you know, they know a little bit about me and so a lot of times I guess I do talk to people over the phone too if I need to but yeah and then let's see if there's anything else, yeah I would say once your business gets going, another good thing to think about is um like reviews, like if people can either do them on Facebook or google um but that really helps people find you too.
0: Oh, I didn't know that just because it is it just like that more optimization yep. as, as <laughs> all things
1: I had no clue about but then I was just like okay yep that makes sense yep I mean if people did you say you're bad. highly rated then they're going to be like okay that works
0: <laughs> did you ever get a bad review
1: no but I, I mean normally if I, I don't know I haven't really had an experience where I could be like oh that was just awful there have been ones where I was there like Entirely too long where I didn't want to be there, but <laughs> I don't think there's been one where I'm like, oh, this was ruined, which is good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. yeah. So, knock on wood, right? Like, good. Yeah. I think now I kind of have a good routine down where it should be okay.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. And that's good that you've kind of found. Mm-hmm your flow like you've got your rhythm down and things are going pretty smoothly Yeah,
1: I think I mean a lot of people the longer you live and work in a community too like you just get to know people who
0: have done it now
1: like if they've tried it then they'll tell their friends and yeah it's still I mean there still are ebbs and flows like I definitely like I said not in the summer so much but in the winter it does slow down a bit so just having other things that you can do which I need to be better about, too. <laughs> like, ideally, I would probably like to work as like a food prep person in the winter, but like a lot of times you can't just do that for a month and be like, oh, I got to go. So, You're like, oh, I got to go back to my bed. I'm like, we should just move to Florida in January. <laughs> you should. Like, There's plenty of people yeah. out there that would want me to cook for them. Absolutely. You could just be a snowbird. I, would, and, I, I mean, eventually warm- that's going to happen because Michigan is so beautiful in the summer, but I really hate it. Like January to March is rough because it's so dark. Mm-hmm. But you understand yeah. that too. Iowa weather was just yeah. as bad. It was cold, yeah. I think.
0: It is. Yeah. And I I would agree with you. And I think that's what I was going to ask. him, like, where, you know, kind of, where do you see your business going? Is it kind of going
1: and exploring it, yeah. different places? Yeah. And um, I think with all the different things that I've been doing, that it'll at least keep me as busy as I want to be. I think that was another goal I had too, was that like, I almost was overworking myself and I don't ever want my job to feel like a chore. Like I want to actually enjoy it. So, If I'm not, like, swamped, I've finally gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, that's okay. Like, you can make the events that you have on your calendar probably better because you won't be rushing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's true, Yeah, so, I don't know. I really hope it just stays steady like it has. I think a lot of times in the summer, people have parties that they do every year, so that's just something that I can always have on my calendar as long as they do it. Um, Mm -hmm. people ask me a lot like oh are you going to hire anyone and honestly I just don't think so just because I mean the business is called Chef Jen so (laughs) it might be hard on someone being like oh yeah that's where I work but I I do have Chef friends that like I can ask for help if I really need it so and Josh Thompson helps me do dishes it's like it's a huge part. not that he loves it but like he'll do it so, <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a good sous chef for yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we have some events in Holland too. In the summer, like getting involved with the farmer's market is nice just for like the community farms. We have a lot of farms around here. And so um, just making sure that they know who you are and, you know, use their products and then,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, they know a lot of people too, so
0: do you tell people that you're a dietitian? As well? mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Convenient? So that is on my logo is like chef and dietitian because I don't ever want to get rid of that. Like I said, it's just, it's kind of funny because you kind of forget sometimes because I think I got my 75 credits or whatever done like three years ago. So sure. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully, you're like, yeah, I am one. I haven't heard anything. But yeah, I think it, it gets <laughs> renewed next year. So. Going to have some different goals, I guess, if they still do that. Yeah. Well, that's
0: okay, though. I think that's great to see that there's opportunity for someone who is more of a culinary type of dietitian that can succeed and have their own business and do fantastic with it.
1: I'm working on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Trying my best. Yes. i hungry. I tell you what,
0: if I lived close to you,
1: I would be at your door (laughs) every day and like... Um, I'd probably just be hanging out more than anything else. But no, I have um, one of my friends here. I was so happy that I found her because she too has a blog called Healthier Holland. And I was just like, where have you been? Because like she totally gets it. She's a teacher. So like she's not a dietician or anything, but like um, Mm -hmm. just like surrounding yourself with those people who kind of have the same interests is nice too because there is always a need for... I don't know just sharing healthy ideas and getting people motivated
0: that's so true and you can find those people in your community sometimes you just have to find them They're around I
1: mean I'm sure you have no problem since you're in like a bigger town but but and I,
0: and I think it's I think you make a great point you know like when we were talking about the size of where you live it doesn't necessarily have to be a big place or a small place or whatever place there's always going to be opportunity
1: if you are passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and going back to Marion, I really feel like it didn't, maybe people didn't think it was a healthy community, but it was. Like, so many people had, like, great food knowledge.
0: And that's good. And people don't think about that in Iowa, you know? Oh, people but, don't like, I didn't think <laughs> like that either. But then I
1: was just like, you guys have more than anyone I've ever met because of all the farms. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> that's great. That's
0: It's different. It's different. Well, that's so neat. I'm so excited to to know that your business is doing so well, and hopefully, some people listening today too will get some confidence, and maybe they'll contact you and chat you up about your experiences. And yeah, no, I would love
1: that. I mean, like I said, it's constantly changing. It's not the same thing all the time, which can be very rewarding. Just because, I mean, even the thing I did this morning at the farmer's market, I was just like. I have so much fun meeting new people all the time and just hearing their story and getting them excited to plant some tomatoes. (laughs) Yeah. They were like already garden people. So I was just like, you guys do your thing. But yeah, I mean, our plants at the farmer's market were a dollar today. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll buy some more herbs because that I can handle. But
0: oh, yeah. You can't, you can put herbs in everything. So you can never have many herbs i feel like do you
1: guys
0: have a good farmer's market we do des moines has an amazing farmer's market yes it really does it's and it's huge and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger so yeah
1: kind of exciting is it
0: once a week once a week um and they do it almost all year round so in the summer and the fall it's outside and then they there's a big building downtown and where they kind of move it indoors during the colder months so Nice. kind of interesting yeah and then like all the little communities around all the suburbs they kind of have their own little farmers markets too so they're kind of everywhere hey. almost every night of the week you can go to a hey. farmer's market so yeah mm-hmm. nice well good fun it's fun well i appreciate you taking time to chat with me today but i do have some fun questions for you since you answered all the hard questions
1: <laughs> they so hard, but yes go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so share
0: with me some foods that you enjoy or kind of your favorite foods
1: I like so many different things. Um, So, I mean, it seems really cliche, but um, one thing that people always ask me is just like, what is your like signature dish? And I'm like, honestly, I do love fish, which that was my favorite class in culinary school, which people always find super weird. But I bought this fish knife. That's just amazing. Like it just like, is perfect for filleting fish, so once a year, they have this huge fish sale at our farmer's market here, and so I'll just get, like, the huge salmon, fillet it myself. It's almost therapeutic. Super weird. But, yeah, huh. so definitely fish, but also um, vegetables, because I think that's probably my trademark at this point, Since I've done so much different stuff with vegetables, it's just making them taste good. And that's kind Which of fun need. for me to watch people be like, oh my gosh, I've never had broccoli taste like that. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and I, have shared,
0: I have shared some of your, re- your recipes for your vegetables with my clients what? just because because I've tried them, and then I'm like, you've got to try this <laughs> vegetable. And I make it for some of my classes too, that are because no one eats enough vegetables. No, I know. So. And, and it's like, it's
1: really not that hard, guys. You can do this. It's just, I grew up eating boiled vegetables because that's how my mom knew how to make them, and I just always hated them. So I think it's just, yeah, a lot of education, and you actually have to have people try stuff for them to believe you. So, yeah. Yeah, um. But yes, I'm so definitely that. those two things for sure. But yeah, I'll basically eat anything.
0: Well, is there any food that you don't really care for? Mm,
1: mm, I mean, <laughs> getting really weird, I guess, like. Intestines, but <laughs> <laughs> which I'm trying <laughs> to try trying. that was in culinary school, and I was like, "There's a reason yes. they fry these because yeah, but no, I mean, that makes sense." Yeah, I really will eat most things. I mean, I have favorite foods, but yeah, I will never say no to something if someone offers it to me and they're super excited about it. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind of true. If someone's excited about sharing food with you, you're kind of like, "Oh, I I have to try this." It's right. such a good okay. point.
1: So, no, I mean, I love eating vegan, I, but I, people are always just like, so are you one? And I was like, no, I, I do eat everything just because I like having a variety of things. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I meant I, I don't know how I left this out, but I um, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes like two years ago. I said, oh, really? Oh, I do, yeah, so it's super random. I don't like, they. I read about it in People Magazine last week because I was like, yes, someone's finally shedding light on this like late onset diabetes thing because no one knows what it is. And so that's what I have. So I just take one shot a day. So it's not too bad at the moment. But that too is a reason why I'm like, well, I kind of have to eat meat and veggies. You know, I have to have some sort of protein to keep things steady. So sure. Oh my gosh, that's so random. How did you figure that out? Uh, I mean, did you I get... You're home, not feeling well? Um, for my dad's birthday, like, two years ago. Um, and my sister, my younger sister, has had it her whole life. And so it's in our genes. Like, I pretty much knew it was a, there was a chance I would get it at some point anyway. So I wasn't too surprised. But um, my parents have it too. My older sister's the only one who somehow avoided it, and she loves this. Huh. So, I'm like, <laughs> you better watch out. But, um, yeah, no, I just checked my blood sugar randomly because I hadn't checked it in a while. And it was like 2.30. And I was like, alright, yeah, that's really high. Um, and But even at my doctor's appointment that October, it had been normal. So, something happened. I don't know. And so, yeah, I went to the doctor and they diagnosed me and they immediately were like, oh, do you want a pump? I'm like, dude, let's just slow this down a little bit. Like, you don't even know what I have. So, yeah, now I've just been on a long acting for that two years, and I pretty much have a good routine down. I feel good. So exercise is definitely important. I was always one not to really exercise that well, and now I have, like, a couple different kinds of exercise that I like doing. So...
0: That's so interesting. So yeah, you do have to be more mindful of your balance of your own food that you consume.
1: I mean, I still have to live. Like there's certain things oh, that I'm just sure. like I can't give that up completely. Like I mean, on our side of the state, we love craft beer. Like that yeah. is just like what happens when you live in like Grand Rapids and yes. Holland area. So I mean I'll have that once in a while. But yeah, I really well, do try course. to watch you it. I don't that. eat a lot of sugar, so
0: well, good for you. That's my weakness.
1: <laughs> it most, yeah, In most people, it is. I'm just like, yes, I wish I could just eat all the brownies because that is my favorite thing. But <laughs> uh, pick my battles. Oh,
0: man. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. How did you leave that out? We went I this whole know. time and you didn't I even don't mention really don't it. Know, but yeah, I guess I just
1: don't think about it that much anymore because I just have the routine. Like, oh, I take my shot at seven continue on with my day and I do check my blood sugar in the morning but I mean I only really check it if I feel off and I feel like since I've been just I do make sure I drink more water too because I'm really bad about that as well I used to be really good at it when I had a desk job but now I'm just like all over the place
0: oh sure You're yeah so I could probably take good. some
1: advice from you too <laughs> <laughs> drink more water yeah
0: probably Reduce some of your craziness in your life, which you will figure it out when you get more into your routine of how things
1: go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, and you can't be like prepping a meal and have to run to the bathroom.
1: I know, I know. And I think that used to be my excuse when I worked at a desk. I was like, I'm just going to like chug this so I can go take a break
0: and (laughs) go walk. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, no, I
1: just make sure I have like my Yeti, like huge water thing and I just like try and make sure I have it by me. So it's The yeti
0: the yeti is the best thing ever created, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Water. Especially in the yeah. summer.
1: You want it to be cold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want it, your glass to sweat all over. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which leads to my next question. Do you have a beverage that you enjoy? So
1: really craft beer. <laughs> beer. No, that's like Josh's favorite. Um I really love like I mean, I love red wine. That's, like, my favorite. But it has to be, like, really dark. And, like, the kind that probably makes people get headaches. Like, I'm, like, I love the one where it looks like it's healthy for me. Like, I'm getting my antioxidants. Um Yeah, I like red wine. And I also really love, like, club soda with a ton of lime. Maybe some vodka in there. But really, it doesn't have to be, like... Normally, if I'm getting club soda, I'm like, and with the side of, like, fruit salad. <laughs> all the limes. All
0: the-, all the limes. I am totally with you on that. We could definitely summer cocktail yeah.
1: stuff. No- yeah. So that's just always really refreshing. Um, yeah, I would say that pretty much sums it up. I don't really... Yeah, I don't drink milk anymore because that just hurt my stomach. I do eat yogurt and stuff, but um, yeah, so just water and wine. <laughs> so that's that's boring, perfect. yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> do you have a favorite color?
1: Um, I think
0: green. green. Mhm. You probably are surrounded by it by all the farmers yeah. so around yeah. here. Yes. Being in Michigan, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scent or a smell?
1: So I just bought this scent that my friend showed me, and it's, like, the best thing ever. It's, like, <laughs> I bought it on Amazon, and Josh was like, Jen, did you buy a cologne? I was like, maybe. Like, maybe it's for w- women or men. But it, um, it's, like... it's like a wood pine and sea salt and it just smells so good so I like that and I also um yeah I guess it's pine which sounds really bad because like not pine salt but like the Mrs. Myers brand of soap that they have at Christmas time it's like Iowa pine and that is just my favorite scent it smells so good
0: Huh, and so it's a cologne. It's oh, like a perfume.
1: I got <laughs> two different things. My oh, okay. one that I bought, um, yeah, it's just like it has, like, it's called sea salt and I think it's fine. But it's okay. Just, it doesn't smell like a guy's cologne. Like it just smells really good. Um, but yeah, the second one was a soap. <laughs> soap. I was like, "Is this all the same?" Thing? Oh, no, <laughs> two separate things. But I, they are both kind, so I guess that would be my answer. Even though or Nutella, right? you like you a little, you know? I'm sure you mm, saw that on Instagram, yeah. too. That's pretty much the best smell yes. ever.
0: Yeah, I did see those, and I that seriously, I was like, I need to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> I know your,
1: your sugar craving frosting. just went off the charts. Yeah.
0: The frosting, oh my gosh! I was yeah. That's that's a rough day. The and then, what brings you joy in life?
1: Um, I would say Josh and the Doodles, <laughs> just time with them. Because I mean, I do cherish that. Since I don't get like a huge amount of family time, so like whenever we can, either like go to the beach or. Go for a walk. Um, yeah, it's just fun, and like the dogs are just always so excited to like do anything that's not at home. So just taking them on some adventures
0: is always really. Fun. That sounds good. Well, and like you said, you just don't get a ton of time, so it's nice to be able to spend time with. Them. Yes. Yes. Do you have pets too? Um, I have a cat, so you might see her on my Instagram. I was like, I so beat every once in a while. Go on
1: many adventures, probably
0: not. <laughs> no, she what there? She wants nothing to do with adventure. So <laughs> we just stay put, and we uh, there'll always be a Catterday picture of her. Oh yay! Angry, you know? Perfect. So yeah, but they're not. She's not as cute as your doodles. Her doodles. Uh, there's something. <laughs> <laughs> well Jen thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today and I do hope that we can connect
1: in person sometime yeah after. I hope so too I I hope 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 so. Great so, yeah. I'll send you my information so we can meet up I am still
0: in complete amazement at this hardworking person who made it through the trials and triumphs of dietetic school and then went back to culinary school I think it's pretty badass. And right now, you must take two minutes and head over to her Instagram and follow her feed. Her handle is at cookingiscaring. And I must warn you, if you're hungry, you will get even more hungry and you'll find a slew of great recipes. My website, annalizabethardy.com, is where you can read the latest post in my Nutrition Nauseous blog that houses all the stories of my current adventures food I am noshing on, the jams making up my music playlist, and maybe a really delicious real deal recipe that I'm probably screwing up in my kitchen. And as always, sharing with you what I'm loving right now, whether it's a personal product or a certain food that I love. You will find all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these inspiring people. If you are into reading, you can also purchase my book from the website and I hope that we can connect more and join forces on social media by following me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at Anne Elizabeth RD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.